Good, good evening. This is our second uh, evening to practice the heart practices. And yesterday you had the first heart practice that Devon led us through loving kindness or metta. And what I wanted to do with you tonight is uh, speak a little bit about generosity and then touch again on loving kindness and then the second of the heart practices, which is compassion or karuna. I wanted to start with generosity because generosity, um, you feel like, I I don't want to strain my voice. uh, Can you hear me in the back? Yes? No. So is it possible to make it a little louder? Um, I'll try to speak louder, but um, I've been going a little bit hoarse. That's why I'm, I'm trying not to, not to force my voice. Okay, so I hope this is better. Yeah, back in the back is better. All right. Um, yeah, so I wanted to mention generosity because generosity is one of those qualities that... It's not very difficult to practice and can give us a lot of joy and um, furthers, it, it nurtures the, the, the other uh, heart practices of loving kindness, compassion, and so on. So I wanted to start with a story. Many, many years ago, I participated in an indigenous sweat lodge in a little tiny village in Mexico. And we were seated around these very, very hot rocks that were in the center. And um, we were about six, seven people sitting around these stones. And there's water with herbs being poured over the stones. And there's a lot of steam. And um, there were several parts of the ritual. they, They take it very seriously as a ritual. There was chanting, and at one point um, we were told that they were going to pass the prayer stick. And whenever you had the stick, you could uh, speak out loud a prayer. So I remember it was very touching to hear what people had to say, but there was one particular Petition that really touched my heart. It was a little boy, he must have been like eight, who took the stick, was quiet for a little bit, and then he said, May my father come back soon from the north, i.e., the U.S., one of the thousands, millions of people who come here to work and support their family. So, put that aside, quite a few months later, I was doing one of the many practices I did with Gil Fronstel and and IMC. And um, as part of a generosity practice, he gave us a homework. And he said, I want you to go out sometime during the next week and pick a person any person that you don't know, and give them a considerable gift of money. 
Well, at the time I was living in Palo Alto, and if you know Palo Alto, it's a very affluent place. It's like, no need to give a Google worker $100. So I had to go out of my way to find somebody that I thought could benefit. I went to one of those construction stores where, where workers stand outside to get hired. And I was a little bit intimidated that there was a a lot of men in, in this big group. So I thought, oh, that would be a little chaotic if I go there. But then I looked, and there was one man standing alone off to the side. So I discreetly went over to him. And I greeted him. I asked him if he spoke Spanish, and he said yes, and he was very happy to be able to speak in Spanish. And, and so I just asked him, where are you from? And... And he's, he told me the, the, the state. I said, Mexico. And I said, oh, what state? He told me the state. And, and then I said, um, you know, I, I would very much like to offer you some work, but I, 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 I'm not here to, to offer you some, some work. And, you know, he said something very friendly about, you know, not, not to worry. He said, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working very, very hard to... Um, be able to save enough money to go back to Mexico to my wife and my son. And when he said that, and I realized he had said the same state where I had experienced that sweat lodge, something came together and I was just so touched. It's like, yes, this is kind of like the father that's trying to get back to his son. So I knew this was the right time, so I I was the right person, so I took out from my my purse the gift I had put in an envelope, and I said, here, this is for you, and I wish you that you can go back to your wife and son very soon. It touched me so deeply that I that I had to turn around. I just I just bowed to him and turned around and left because I felt if I stayed there, my tears were going to start coming out. Um, I was struck, but how powerful, you know, I mean, who knows if it, obviously, the most likely was not the, the father of this one boy, but symbolically to me, it was very, very, very meaningful. And, but most importantly was the effect, the effect that, 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 that I felt of being able to have this gesture and I know how powerful these gestures can be for somebody who's going through a hard time, a hard life, that perhaps is something that they will remember their whole life. So generosity <clears throat> is a tremendously important quality for, for us in, in the practice. In the practice, in the Dharma, in, uh, in our tradition. If we just stop to think that since the time of the Buddha, these teachings have been offered as a gesture of generosity from one warm hand to the next and to the next and to the next until now. And I think practicing with a sense of generosity, being in the field of generosity is very inspiring because when we are working with our minds, our hearts, and 
looking at ourselves, we need to come up with a generous spirit, a generous spirit to receive what we see. Sometimes it's not so good news, right? I mean, there's nothing that distracts you. Here you can see so clearly where you're attachments are, when you become petty, when you become irritable. Everything looks big, big. So generosity of spirit to offer us that, that kindness to ourselves. So as I was thinking, you know, how does generosity relate to the Brahma-viharas or the loving practices or the heart practices? I think when you are practicing with generosity of spirit, goodwill is present, right? This, this, there's this sense of, of, of being loving with yourself when there is this sense of yeah, being generous with yourself. And when you are in this field of being generous with yourself in this loving space, you naturally will open up to your own suffering and that of others. And I was actually surprised when I um, came out of my first longish retreat, maybe a week and notice how much my heart had opened. And I felt so much more the suffering of all beings. And generosity of spirit um, has all to do with, with the third heart practice, this sympathetic joy or mudita. Because being able to share with the joy with somebody else is all about generosity, right? And it's and it's uh, and like as with generosity, with sympathetic joy, there is that ability to find something joyous anytime, even if things are going really difficult for you. There's always somebody who who's having a good time in their lives at the moment. And I would say with, with equanimity, with the last one of the Brahma-viharas, this spaciousness of the generous spirit is very supportive for the balance, for the perspective that one needs to have equanimity or equipoise. So we are going to go on now to do the the guided meditation. But before, I just want to say something um, very brief about compassion. The the definition that I like the most is the quivering of the heart in resonance with the suffering of another 
and the desire to act to alleviate the suffering. The resonance, the quivering of the heart in resonance with the suffering of the other. And also this, this desire to alleviate. And it can be our own suffering or that of others. Good. So now we um, are going to make ourselves comfortable again, like yesterday. So please just lie down or shift your posture in whatever mode you need to. Good, so especially for those that are lying down, and I want you to just very consciously allow the ground to take your weight. Just relinquish this weight into the ground. To begin with, you might just investigate how can you express generosity of spirit right now to yourself? say, how can you express generosity of spirit? It can be in many different ways. Perhaps an image can arise. Perhaps it's just a felt sense of just taking this deep breath, this deep in-breath, and then letting it out as a sigh, and just releasing whatever can be released right now. Perhaps it's holding some of the challenges that you've had today with generosity. 
So what does it mean to you to hold with generosity, perhaps remembering one of the sits that was a little bit challenging? Notice if it's, again, maybe some words that spontaneously arise. Or just a felt sense in the body of we can be with this. As we move towards metta or loving kindness or goodwill, I will ask you, as we did yesterday, to bring to mind a moment when you felt seen, cared for. It can be the same one if you wish from yesterday, or it can be another one. Try to visualize it, feel it in the body, feel the emotional quality of it. Just trusting. that your mind, heart will present yourself with what's needed. So as you contemplate, feel this moment, just open up to receive. Receive whatever comes in the moment.
And from that place of richness, of caring, of warmth, you can maybe feel like you're radiating out (coughs) this loving kindness that you're feeling that you are that you have received like the sunlight in every direction. And if it feels right to you, you could also try out some of the phrases. May I have ease of being. Just feeling these words. I like to repeat them in silence and then feel them in conjunction with the breath. It's as if then the words become very alive in my body. May I have ease of being. May I be healthy. words to be in conversation with the movement of the breath. May I be healthy.
be peaceful. And repeating it again, feeling the breath. be happy. Repeating it, feeling it with the breath. May I be happy. And from this place of plenty, of spaciousness, I invite you to bring to mind in a very gentle way one challenge you've had in this retreat. Not necessarily the hardest, just one that feels can land softly right now. Notice if with this previous practice of metta we can hold it in a spacious way. If you wish, you may repeat some of the compassion phrases. May I be able to see the suffering clearly. Feeling the words with the breath. May I be able to see the suffering clearly. 
I be able to hold the suffering? Feeling it with the breath, may I be able to hold the suffering be able to act wisely to alleviate the suffering. Feeling it in the body and with the breath. May I be able to act wisely to alleviate the suffering. And for the rest of the sit, I invite you to offer the compassion phrases, if you wish, to somebody else. Adapt the phrases, if you wish. Or do whatever of the practices that we've done yesterday and today, whatever is most nurturing to you in this moment.
last few minutes that we have, I invite you to send some metta to our fellow yogi who had to leave today with COVID. So may you be well. May you be healthy. May you be protected from inner and outer harm. And see if there's any other phrase that arises for you that you would like to send to this person who left today. And to finish, I would like us to send well-wishing thoughts to everyone here. So perhaps we can, I will say one phrase and we can repeat it silently. And just envision that we are sending these well-wishes like with a circular motion going around flowing, including every single one of us. You may connect it also with your breathing. May we all have ease of being. May we all be protected from inner and outer harm. May we all be healthy. be peaceful. And may we all be happy.
Okay, so we have now 30 minutes for walking meditation. Thank you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.